You're listening to Thunder Quack Podcast Network. We're back. We are, indeed. Have you missed us? We missed you, and it was only mm, six minutes. Yeah, something in that. Something around there. No, it was more than that. I've moved, I've moved on from coffee to root beer. That's uh, that's updates in my life. That's true. Ryan and I tried the Beyond Meat A&W burger tonight. Shockingly good. Yeah, it was just fine. You had a filling, balanced, protein-rich meal, completely vegan, at A&W. A major fast food restaurant. Pardon me. A major fast food restaurant, that root beer is kicking in already, uh, especially yeah. here in Canada. I don't know that A&W is super pervasive in the States. I have no idea. I have absolutely no idea. I can't remember. Yeah. It's a nice, like, we lean into diner nostalgia, but are basically just McDonald's plus and very slightly on the plus. Yes. <laughs> That's what I would also call it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Although, it is kind of nice to see a corporation of some kind take accountability and like produce a plant-based meat yes or i mean strictly license a plant-based meat alternative license yes but then provide it internationally like that's a huge step for um this particular product for the visibility and access of of non you know non-meat protein alternatives yes that's very true that's very true well that's quite a way to start um our podcast this week um, yes. Well, uh, we're moving on to, to Riverdale and back again. Mm-hmm. I have made it my, um, personal mission to make Lord of the Rings references out of as much as possible in this episode. You might even say this is the Rivendell gang today. It, yes. Well done. Look at Ryan, Karen, go. Uh, I'm, I'm primed. I'm all primed. <laughs> chatting between you and Simon on Facebook. Again. My punnest friends here in the darkness. I'm not a punny friend. Mm, you have different literary devices I in play. Pun. I I try and it doesn't go so well. Your life is concrete poetry, Chloe. What? <laughs> That's a strange compliment. It's probably true though. Um, yes. Where are we at? Um, where are we at? FP is suddenly being a good dad. Yes, just in time to be ripped away from his son. Yes. As and, they do. Um, we had an interesting conversation last time about mental health representation on screen. I'm mumbling. I'm very quiet. Sorry. You get quiet sometimes about the about the real stuff. Do I? So, it's, not it's, always. It's very serious, Ryan. I like when you get angry because then you get loud and it's easy in post. <laughs> angry Chloe is an audible <laughs> Chloe. Oh no! <laughs> angry Chloe is an audible Chloe that explains so much about my life. <laughs> That wasn't meant to be that philosophical, but here we are. (laughs) Um, Also, Molly Ringwald's back. Yay, this is the Molly Ringwald episode. Yes, this was the first Molly Ringwald last episode, wasn't it? It feels as though she's back, though. I mean, for us. Yes. Yes. And, like, back from whatever she was doing when she was not on Riverdale. Chicago? Yes. Mary. Mary Mm -hmm. Andrews. Mary Andrews. I want to know what all the maiden names of all these women were. I don't know that that exists, knowledge-wise. Well, I mean, here's our opportunity, Riverdale. Oh, no, you're not, you're not Googling. No, I'm not. I'm fixing my nails. Mm. Um, shall we jump in? 
yeah, let's jump right in to Riverdale and back again. There whence we go. Ready, gang? So ready. Queued up on the Netflix and pressing for the Badoom. The Badoom. I was off tune. My Badoom was out of tune. That's okay. I got the Warner Brothers one in. Excellent. Previously on Riverdale, Polly's our woman on the inside. They're starting to get snappier with the previews at this point in the season one. Like, yeah. Well, I also have more material to work with at this point in season one. Yes, and a lot more to pull back up. That is episode by episode relevance. But like the first six or seven episodes, I wanted to skip the recap because yeah. they they reuse so much of it just like establishing Riverdale story Riverdale story yes it was very like we're still getting new audience appearing every week this is random but i like yeah. it <laughs> because any pussy cats any pussy cats will enjoy and also i like that there is a school song and that it has harmonies i mean yeah I- also, on point, Josie's eyeshadow matches her hair. On <laughs> point. Spectacular. If only she were better used than just ambient establishing sound. Yes. This episode. <sighs> this Sorry. honestly feels like a weird weathery moment. Unacceptable. Yeah. You're managing your workload responsibly, child. No. That's a, that's a little aspect of small town nostalgia I don't quite know. Yeah, I don't either. I mean, I actually remember when our high school had, um... Reunion? Yeah, it was for class of 45. Hmm. And imagine that some of them didn't make it. (laughs) Yeah, yes. Yeah. Neat event to have that far later, especially in the pre-Facebook world. Oh. Whole, whole different sort of catching up. Or is it's not been terribly hard to keep up with the people who I really care to keep up with from high school, for yeah. the most part. I skipped mine to be in Tokyo. My tenure. Yeah. If you recall. I was very pleased with myself, to be honest. Um, sorry, I'm distracted by it. One thing I really like about, um... Mm-hmm. About the relationship between Mary and Fred and mm. Archie is that... Fred's kind of the primary caregiver. Yeah, totally. And it's comfortably, naturally accepted across the board. Yeah. On all counts. I would imagine it may have been a bit bit of a different life place of, you know, Mary the the lawyer moving to Chicago at when Archie was 14. Yeah. You know. Yeah. A good place for them to figure out the kind of cash dad family dynamic they have going on. Yeah. Old enough that it would have been easy to say, like, okay, Archie, you're cooking two meals a week or something. Yeah, totally. Or maybe Fred was always the primary caregiver. He does seem to, like... Oh, wow, what's this? Oh, right. Surprising his dad. And things are clean. And he's sober and shaved. Yeah. He looks so weird shaved. FP is a rare exception where, like, a little stubble, stubble up, stubble good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, why aren't they eating burgers? That's what I want to know. <laughs> Missed opportunity. Yep. That Jughead has, like, a screenplay manuscript handy here. 
it's oh, this this scene is so ambiguous. Yeah. Cause like he is feeling it out, but he is also I I really think honestly the proud dad here. Yeah. It's just too. I mean, I'm... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I almost I almost want to think that like they're like he's doing both, but like I don't know. Yeah. I think what's tricky is that even in doing both, just that he would be shaking down his son for info is not mitigated by the authenticity of his questions. Yeah. If that makes sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It does. Yeah. Ugh. <sighs> yeah. That's actually pretty good writing advice. Yes. Irritatingly. Don't get aggressively precious with your first idea. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's nice that he did explain. Oh. Uh-oh. An inauspicious beginning for this. Veronica. Mm-hmm. Eh, it's cool if she does if she's not here for relationship. I I feel it. Yeah, but where? Oh, see? Yep. Yeah, actually you're being good boundaries. Well done, Veronica. Mm-hmm. Nice. You don't have to date him just because you have chemistry. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> For a million reasons named Betty Cooper, who isn't going to care, she's fine. But, like, also the massive explosion of family dynamics she's got. Yeah. Like, good boundaries. Super support, Veronica. Yeah. And Archie not dogging her about it. Yeah. Also important. Into that, too. Speaking of boundaries, Alice. Boundaries. Including those pussycats? Mm-hmm. Like, why would you even think that? I guess why not? Let's talk about Betty's father. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We're talking about murderers. Angry Chloe is audible, Chloe. <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear. I love Betty's collar. Betty has a lot of good collars. Yeah. Like, a lot of good undershirts, a lot of good blouses. That gay greaser serpent? Rude! (laughs) It is good alliteration. It is reductive. It's very reductive. You could just say greaser serpent. I mean, there are a a lot of greaser serpents. You just call him by name, you know, his name. That's a fair point, but that's too... That's not dehumanizing enough for Alice. Uh, she has very green eyes. I never noticed that, really. So bright. Very green. Isn't there a blue-eyed Betty Cooper line at some point? Hmm? Isn't there, like, a blue-eyed Betty Cooper line at some point? No, there's the iconic ponytail. Yeah. Hmm. I might be misremembering. There might be a blue-eyed... I don't remember. When you mentioned her green eyes, I, I, I remember something about, like, eye color not matching eye line at some point. But Oh, maybe. I mean, that's happened in a few shows and adaptations of media. Yes. What is continuity? Polly Investigator. Oh, here are the wigs. Here's the creepy wig moment. So many identical rig- wigs, and suddenly... He's way too real for this world. Yeah. Right? He looks like a violent, real thug. 
and not at all the cartoon character that everyone else is. Yeah, totally. That was a striking turning moment for me. Yeah. Really powerful. Yeah, fair. Here we are, with purple on again. Lovely. Um. <sighs> Veronica's uh, playing this game hard. This is like, like, of all the things you could do between sleeping with Archie and siding with Betty's mom over something that makes her feel uncomfortable, I feel like you <laughs> picked the wrong one. Not just siding with her, but, like, aggressively betraying Betty... And Betty's boyfriend's yeah. in trust and facilitating that. Yeah, it's a bad move. I, I, am, I am here for her surreptitiously sneaking a co-queen ship in. Hmm, yes. Like, closet Cheryl still knows how to hustle for what she actually wants. One way or another. Why did she glare at him? I don't recall. Oh, oh. boy. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Telling it like it is, Jughead. Thank you for your bluntness, Jughead. In a good way. Gavin in the middle is just like just, twitching his mouth. Just reaction facing. Just there. But we see just you, Gavin. There. <sighs> Archie's like, I'm so confused, I can't keep up with your emotions. <laughs> but, like... Yeah, in an in an authentic teenage way. Oh, my God. No, she set her boundaries. Mm -hmm. And then keep, she's... Keep respecting the boundaries. Oh, good job. No, but she's drawing him into really, really ethically questionable snooping. Yeah. That is not okay for Jughead. Yes. It's a deep line cross on several fronts. Good point, Archie. I mean, she's right. He talks us over with Mrs. Cooper, and I love how Archie's like, bad, 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 exit, abort, put on oxygen mask and jump. That's not how you do that, but you know. Yeah. He sees the flag of that. Yes. Comfortably. I like that Veronica was was actively working against Hiram when he was mm -hmm, away. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's an interesting, like, like the influence of cult of personality, of, yeah. of, of, of bad people, of abusive people, of manipulative people. Yeah. I'd like that he defends FP also. Very much, yeah. After the very conflicted, um, yeah. short relationship they've had as of late. Yeah. I also find it interesting that Veronica, like, appeals to, like, Archie wanting to protect Jughead. Mm-hmm. That was on purpose. Yes. A bit... A bit... A bit manipulative? Uh, yeah. Uh, moments of awkward. Yeah, I bet Mary knows. Mm-hmm. And she's being cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She seems the sort... Yeah, oh, they're being so cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, being a me girl in high school, I suppose. <laughs> well, <laughs> that little, you and said it, eye twitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yay, poppy high school dance. Yay, I'm actually, like, I kinda, I'm kind of here for it. Yeah. 
there's a great deal of fun to this ridiculous ritual trope. I love how, I love how she like immediately jumps into like sisterly like, what are you doing? Like I haven't <laughs> talked to you in ages. Why are you being a co homecoming queen with our <laughs> crazy human? Yep, yep. It feels like a family privilege to call bullshit at first breath. Does this your daily milkshake creepy? Calcium? I don't know. Oh. There's just so much creepy here. Yeah, sleeping quarters. Sleeping quarters. Mm-hmm. Out yes. of bounds parts. Oh. There's something about a whole wing of a house being out of bounds that does feel a little extra. It's, it's like Beauty and the Beast, basically. Yep. Not the West Wing. The Forbidden. Every, the Forbidden Wigs. Oh. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, this. Mm-hmm. Alice's awkward call-out dinner of awkward distraction and inappropriateness all around. That turns out to be Betty's <laughs> court. It's oh, not this Jughead. Is really sweet for a second. <laughs> yep. Yeah, he's he's being oh reached God, out to, really he nice. thinks. Ugh. They're also happy in Alice's no. <laughs> making peach pie. I love that this is the thing Jughead gets to be sweetly naive about. The suburban middle class manipulation game. Sorry, what? Like, I love that this is the thing that Betty gets intrinsically. Yeah. That Jughead is just naive and oblivious and oh, sweet yeah. to, right? Oh, yeah, 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 totally. Like, this particular mind game of middle class life yeah. and privilege. Also, I love how everyone is, like, appealing to everyone to, like, protect Jughead when Jughead is probably mm-hmm. fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They care about him in such an interesting way. Yeah. Hmm. What it looks like she's like sprinkling like Veritas room in that or something. <laughs> oh wait, I haven't been making my Lord of the Rings references. You've been so, slacking. So far, there haven't been that many. Yeah, there's no evil queen in Lord of the Rings. Uh, um, Alice Galadriel, great and yeah. terrible queen. Hmm. And Red Pepper, good choice. <laughs> I don't. I don't know what parallels there are to be made. There's no hobbits. Betty is much more of a ranger. Yeah. I don't think there are emo boys in Lord of the Rings, unless we count Frodo. Yes, that's true. Is Cole Sprouse a Frodo type? No, well, I don't know. If he were a little shorter. Archie's totally Frodo, though. He's like, I'm going to fix everything. I'm going to take the ring to Mordor. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, I get it. He's a little bit more Harry Potter jock to me than Frodo. I always got a little bit of a, like, nerd boy vibe from Frodo, if that makes sense. Yeah. I love how Jughead gives him this look of, like, of course, be okay with it. Like, why aren't <laughs> you being okay with it? Yeah. The worm turns. Hmm. Little Archie. Little Archie. So self-aware. He says, shirtless and hot in bed. But the cowboy uh, sheets are a nice counterbalance. Oh, yeah. Hmm? Everyone... All he did was shave. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you, Archie. 
every once in a while I'm like back at my parents and I'm like sleeping on my old Pokemon sheets and it's just a moment of like, oh yeah, childhood happened. <laughs> yeah. It's nice. Oh. oh. Oh, oh no! Timing, timing. Oh, this is so tragic. It fills me with sadness. It's a deep sad. Yeah, Yang this investigation really annoying. <laughs> I love that. This investigation is just frustrating. Also, very considerate, Archie, that that is the thing you. Good I'm, job. I mean, it's obvious, but. Oh my god, how are you not noticing that he's like, oh my god, I have to go tell Betty the clues I just found. Or Veronica, or who, I don't know. Jughead's happy and thus oblivious, I guess. I, I, I'd steal I, the bed if I was in Jughead's shoes. I'd be like, bro, I'm sleeping in your bed now. <laughs> uh, every oh. friendship negotiates new and novel boundaries. This is a just, go. Uh, Jughead. Oh Return to sanity. This is actually, like, kind of sweet and genuine, Archie. Yeah. His makeup looks a little heavy in this scene to me. Who? His makeup. Um, Archie's? Yeah. No, I didn't notice. I'm bad at noticing that kind of stuff, though, unless it's, like, like drag queen level makeup. I'm also pretty bad at noticing it, which is why I'm trying. I might be completely wrong. Oh, product placement. Sure looked like he had heavy foundation on there. Oh, Polykins. I... I want them to revisit this. I, although, I th- I'm getting that a little vibe of antagonist Polly with the cult plot coming up, right? But I want to see where Polly and Cheryl are at now, season three. It's a relationship I care about. Yeah. I'm caring about Polly so much more this pass through. Mm. Uh, this is one of those moments of like. Cheryl's still a teenager. Yeah. Right? Oh, totally. It's, uh... <laughs> oh, what's she looking for again? The ring? Yep. The ring. Or, I think she's just kind of snooping, but what she finds. Oh, right. Yeah. Oh, right. Jason had it and it's back now. Mm-hmm. The ring. And her inst- Like, she can't hide that from Polly. <sighs> mm-hmm. Well, it does belong to her, kind of, but I see your point. <laughs> Gollum, see? <laughs> see? There we are. Yeah, there we are. back again. Gollum, one ring to rule them all. Lost, picked up by the wrong person. This, this, this is... is literally Smeagol and Daigle right now. <laughs> I was searching for the words for that second name. Yes. I shot- Also, see, the ring is like changing her personality. It's just like Lord of the Rings this episode. <laughs> <laughs> see, Gandalf just waltzed out. After Ga- Bilbo Gandalf? Freaks out. Yeah, after Bilbo freaks out. From the movie, not in the book. <laughs> the book's better. Yes, friend. Oh. Mm-hmm. Every, every moment of this dinner is just a stab. An emotional yeah. dagger. Um, mm. All your other responsibilities. Shut up. Mm-hmm. Southside community. <laughs> I am an uh, open gang member. 
I mean, I'm just curious. Mm-hmm. My God, shut up. Why are you talking about this? Because there's no polite way to not, I think. Oh, my goodness. As they start to get the vibe of this is not going to go well, maybe. Maybe. Oh, my God. And the journalist emerges fully. Let me, Let me rephrase that question. Oh, oh no. dear. Timely interruption. Is it, is it Hal Cooper? I can't remember. I forget, actually. I think it's Hal. Oh, God. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. You played your mom into a corner. Oh, I forgot that you Betty. clever girl. I forgot about this. Oh. <laughs> I love when Betty and Alice scheme with and against each other. I really do love that. (laughs) (laughs) Well landed, Oh, Is he he wearing his suit jacket from the Blossoms? It's the only one he has, right? That's so great. (laughs) And it's a good suit. It's super extra for this. Oh, man. Veronica's dress is killer. It's a gorgeous dress. Such glitter. Oh, so good. (sighs) Penelope. Oh, dear. They were vaguely on the train to a little Penelope redemption for me, and then they veered hard to the left. Yeah, I was so interested in her and Cheryl, like, building a relationship. Mm -hmm. And then they unveiled her to be completely awful. Completely, irredeemably awful. Yeah. And then she's in the Evil League of Evil, which is certainly interesting, but... I thought the ring had been lost. <laughs> Lord of the Rings. See? The ring of power perceived. <laughs> <laughs> Rumors grow of a shadow in the east. Whispers of a nameless fear. And now, unless you have any more questions, I'll leave you to finish getting ready for your march to Mordor. Sorry. <laughs> That's enough. Daily milkshake. That's not what a pregnant human needs. Like, it might be what they crave. (laughs) So creepy that she's watching her drink it. Yeah. Why are you, why are you drinking it? I mean, milkshake. (laughs) Oh my god. Uh, Hal has added such a layer to this. Especially now that I hate him so much. So very much. <laughs> uh, oh my goodness. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Save all y'all some. Oh boy. OFP. Yeah. Just throw a little gasoline on this. <laughs> it's a fun story, I oh, promise. No. Oh, yeah. Oh, I forgot about this. Yep. I mean, like, he is getting, like, payback. You humiliated me in front of my son. I'm going to humiliate you you two in front of your kid. Like, mm-hmm. It's a fun story. Mm-hmm. Well done. Nice. Nice, 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 nice. Yeah, there is no saving that with politeness. 
Well played, Betty. Well played. It's okay if we skip the beach by. Is it okay if we specifically Boom. ignore that thing you made a made a fuss of to distract me? All natural All right. accent does not make you pass out like that. Nope. All the drugging. All the creepiness. All the drugging creepiness. Yes. Our way of life, our business. He was 16! I don't understand this version of reality. Can adamant Chloe also be audible, Chloe? Uh, you tell me. <laughs> okay. <sighs> The, okay. the creepy petting of the drugged, passed out pregnant woman. That means you search Polly, you creep. Mm-hmm. <sighs> this is... I can't remember if she gets, actually gets rid of it oh, or not. Oh, of course not. But I love that she so authentically told this story. Oh, right. Um, Such a good dramatic... Cheryl's story that is also a twist of I'm protecting the family. Yeah. But then playing on their low expectations of her and her franticness. Like, yeah. well played Cheryl Blossom. Yeah. You know what they think and you use it powerfully. And Archie knows something too now. Soon, shortly. No, slight fake out. But they're about to find the jacket. No, they're not. Remember? Was the gun? They find no, something. No, the, they find the gun at the end of the episode, but they oh, look and they don't see the yes, gun. Yes, 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 yes. You're right. Right. And then there was the the planted thing. Right. Good, good remembering, friend. And we didn't. Yeah. Right. What do you want? Aw. Sorry for. Yeah. But yeah, she's misdirecting her dad rage at other dads right now. Not unfoundedly, but. (sighs) Yeah. Yeah. It's a good point, Archie. Mm hmm. It's hard to take a win because it doesn't offer an explanation, right? Yes. Sometimes. There with a smile, smile and a, and a sports, sports metaphor. metaphor. That's. I mean, they look Aww. really good right now in balance to each other. As also, they get stop caught. Making out there. <laughs> Notice the headlights. Mm hmm. Get out from the breaking and entering. I love that he remembers her purse. That's so charming. <laughs> I've never broken and entered anywhere. Have you? I can't remember, honestly. Yeah, I never have. I feel in my high school. I'd be a gentleman. You'd be a gentleman to light. I'm recently confident that I've like casually trespassed, but I couldn't. I don't have any anecdotes offhand. Come to think of it. Yeah. What's going on? <sighs> Watching these two learn communication yeah. skills has been so satisfying over the two seasons. Yeah. Because they're so good-naturedly bad at it, and they want and feel so much yeah. that they 
independently mope within. There is so much here. Where is Toledo? I forget. Um, good question. American geography is mm, Toledo. perhaps neither of our forte's. I really need to know. Ohio? FP is making a really excellent point. Betty looks lovely in that silver. I I quite like the drape of that dress. I love that dress so much. (laughs) Blast from the past. Also, I love this. Look at Mm -hmm. all these adults together holding hands. Yep. It's so good. Also, a little bit of a vintage, like, like, Archie with Betty and Veronica kind of a beat. The best of times? Was it, though? Sure hope it wasn't. Yeah. Um, Toledo. Really, honestly, I've enjoyed each stage of my life progressively in its stage. It's in Spain? Well, yeah, the original Toledo. You know how, like, 90% of American names are just stolen European names? Yeah. University of Toledo. Glasgow. Ohio. Ohio, I was right! (sighs) Yee. Sugar crash. <sighs> yep. Gosh, she's sad, bitter, and scared. Yes. Mm. Poor uh, Cheryl. Oh, this is so funny. This is so savage and good. Oh, well. Cooper. Yep, just having none of it. <laughs> A polyamorous. It isn't an actual <laughs> word. Thank you. <laughs> Uh, yep. This is another just entrancing conversation. It's so <laughs> it's so well played. It's so well performed. I love this scene a lot. This is such a perfect coda yes. to the entire canon of early 90s teen films. Also, that was like a good moment for non-monogamy. Like, if, like, she just said yes to the non-monogamy, mm-hmm. that's, like, a good response. I'm here to have fun with both my dates. Bye. Mm-hmm. She also <laughs> didn't say no. She also didn't say she no. She just said it's not I'm a real word. here for the Fred, Hermione, Mary threesome that happens mm-hmm. at the end of this dance. I'm here for that. I like the idea that they might be getting divorced, but they still might very well be sexually involved. Yeah, I'm here for that, too. Here for the whole kit and caboodle. Mm-hmm. The mayor, so involved in every aspect yes. of the social world of Riverdale. Ah! I'm so sorry, Riverdale gang, we dropped you. Yeah, I'll, I'll probably meet the, the big noise of that, but... Oh, good. An amazing visual shot of Betty's eyes yeah. putting it all together. Mm-hmm. And Archie's in on it, too. I love when internal processes are shown visually that way right it's it's an aspect of novel adaptation that i that i always look for yeah how do we translate explicit narrative into this particular visual medium Uh oh Mm -hmm. this clear call she nailed it oh betty betty sees all and is sharp from the past Cheryl sticks out so well in that crowd scene. That is a well-done and dressed crowd. Yes! And the lighting that makes all of our leads pop. The white on Fred. Oh, can we see them dancing and slow dancing? No, we're just going to hear an entire vocal cover song from these two. Which, pretty and all, 
But no, I want the gays to slow dance. This really just throws me back to the Digimon soundtrack. To the what? The Digimon movie soundtrack. Oh, I've never seen that. It uh, had this song on it. Bum, 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 bum. How did you encounter this song, Chloe? It's the kids in America. It's like, it's a song that people listen yeah. to, isn't it? It is. It is. Yeah. And montage. Yes. This is like the first time I knew Riverdale was really good at covers. Mm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Cause Oh, the, that's that's not true. The first time I knew that Riverdale was really good at covers was Josie and the Pussycats. Yes. But like other than Josie. Yes. It's like, oh, it's not just Josie. Mm-hmm. But we could have more Josie instead of other people. Yes. That'll be fine. <laughs> yes. Notably next season. More Pussycats. Pussycat. Pussycat. Where where have you been? Oh my goodness. <laughs> They're being very sassy. They are being quite obvious and explicit. Cheryl, so many feelings. Oh, Cheryl. Sheriff Keller still being such a cop. Yeah. Sheriff Keller, you could be a little nicer to the father of someone your kid goes to school with. And yet, he's not even nicer to the kids his son goes to school with. Let's be real. He was such a jerk to Jughead. That's true. Mm -hmm. Oh, Cheryl. (sighs) <sighs> I mean, yeah. Kids in America while they trash a trailer. <laughs> commentary, commentary, or something. This is well performed. This is well used to tell the story. Hey? This is well used to tell the story, right? Yes, I agree. Um, I'm I'm contrasting it a lot because I rewatched recently um, the episode with Betty's uh, Snake Dance. And yes. how much of that was a missed opportunity and mostly just feeling awkward for the characters on screen. Yeah. I as agree. opposed to this storytelling. That was one of few real missteps that that I critique the show for. Like yeah. where it feels like a poorly done execution. Yeah. Though apparently they were at at one draft of the script trying to have her actually dance with the giant python. Oh. Apparently that just didn't happen or got That's cut good. at some point. That might have been a little more dynamic, and that might explain the amount of screen time that they burnt on that. Yeah. Without actually doing anything with it. Yeah. Also, I love the incredulous, like, infuriated look in FP's face when he sees that gun. Yep. It says a lot. Mm. Oh, this is so sweet. And Hermione is having some feels, too. Yeah. Here's the slow dancing oh, boys. thank God. Could they kiss, too? I don't recall. Hookups, Hookups with the closeted, closeted guys. guys. You and the entire gay world, it sounds like. We <laughs> all need tracking devices. <laughs> so many also, people just... I'm having a gay realness moment. Stop mm-hmm, interrupting mm-hmm. me with your straightness. <laughs> Yep. Oh, there's his dad. Ugh, problems yeah, arising. Are they boning yet? Oh, good question. It's not really revealed, is it? When the Sheriff McCoy, when Sheriff Keller, Mayor McCoy thing happens. That is the front hallway of my high school, I'm pretty sure. Oh, no, that's... The other one? That's the other one. <laughs> Wrong school colors. <sighs> what didn't they do? Uh, and now we can't talk, and it's going to sit in the awkward, and yeah. Jug's going to read it. Oh, Jug And then FP's arrested. 
Yes. Yeah. Way to finally actually say something nice. <laughs> mm-hmm. Necessary. Betty being the one still on his side, but also so implicated, is so, so sad in this. Ugh. Rude. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Ugh. 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 So much. It's just. Yeah, like, what do we add to this sad, right? It's just watching all the emotions fall apart on the spot. And everyone is sad, and they did the wrong thing and are rewarded for it. And Jughead is so sad. Don't. Oh, so rude. To think I gave up on Ohio for you. Ohio is not better than Riverdale. <laughs> Trust me. I've never been to Ohio. I don't I have not, strictly plan it, but I mean. One of my grandmothers is from Ohio. Hmm. Everyone's so sad and did their best and everything's wrong in every way. And the adults are here to give bad news. Why is everyone here to witness this moment? I feel like all the adults are here because it's a crisis and they're supposed to adult. Yeah. This is also a child without a designated adult at the moment, right? Yes. And they all have some pretty severe parent instincts. Yes, that's true. Like. For all of Alice's I flaws, to... those are four real hardcore parents there. Yeah. Yeah. Those are all, I think, bury body parents. Bury? I don't know what that means. Like, parents who would bury a body for their kid. Oh, bury a body. Alice, provenly so. That's true. Well, she doesn't do a very good job, though. Well, no, but she tries. Yeah. And Hermione's got that down. I don't know what part of Lord of the Rings this is. <laughs> Where Golems the... break down when the rings have been stolen? Yeah, maybe. Uh, much more emotionally Aww. nuanced than that. Cole Sprouse. That, the breath. This yeah. is a spectacular like, shot. Hey. He's just dreadfully unhappy, poor fella. I've, I've, I've harped on it less this episode than the last, but the, the inner narrative storytelling mm -hmm. with visuals oh, in yeah. that moment. Yes. <sighs> Betty is so steely. Yes. She's, in fact, a blade of steel in that dress. Yeah. Also, I love that thematically she and Alice are wearing the same color. Mmm, it's and true. Alice is, like, more, like, matured. There's, like, more nuances on the dress. Yep. Whereas Betty has this, like, very, like, bare shoulders, bare heart, plain, you know what I mean? Flat, princessy, fantasy yeah. dress. But, like, sexy princessy, for sure. Mm -hmm. Like, not, like... Sexy princess, like not yeah, up, like but what, like, like very what, alluring. what, um, the enchanted dress at the end, the contemporary princess dress. It's been a long time since I've seen enchanted, but yes. You mean you don't have it memorized and sing along regularly? I can sing along to parts of enchanted. I haven't seen that movie in a good long time. That's how you know. Yeah, happy that little working song. Your father is awful, and you should cut him out of your life immediately. Yes. Happy little drinking song. <laughs> <laughs> He'll be dead to us. 
Can you hold that promise, Hermione? I want Veronica and Hermione, the team. I want mm-hmm. it for season three, please. Go legit, rule the world, cut down Hiram. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Molly is good at the momming here. So good. Yeah. Look at all those apples. It's very hard for people to change. Apple and a glass of milk with cinnamon in it. All American. Partially because the dairy industry is aggressively um, regulated and subsidized. Yes. His cinnamon stick moved without him touching it. There's so much more milk made in America than can be drank or sold. <sighs> mm. I, but you know what? I don't think you're the primary caregiver parent, Molly Ringwald. I think you have a good, important legal career that you should be very proud of, and your mm-hmm. husband is raising your son, and it's okay. Arch- imagine Archie in an urban world. How her- derpidly confused, baffled, and entangled he would become so quickly. Yeah. He would have more arts opportunity. That's possible. Cheryl assuring the people in her life that are alive still, those who remain, and Penelope having real feelings. I was so here for a more nuanced approach to Penelope than we got. Yeah. From scenes like this, and Cheryl recognizing what it means. And that her mom believes the story. Well, the song in the background sings, Do you adore life? I adore life. Do you adore life? Mm. And these beautiful hard white lighting. This is so clean. Like, catching the corrugated steel. Catching the white vinyls. Making it pop. This blue, cool mood. And the silver of her dress in it. It's so striking. The color dressing of Pops yeah. makes me so happy. Yeah, I know. You talk about it a lot, and I'm always here for it when you do. Good. Because I'm just like, oh, pretty lights, and you like know what's happening. It's good. I mean, vaguely. I'm excited by what's happening, and at there's least. there's the thing. Yeah. He's being framed. The toolbox was not in the trailer. Uh, and we pull away from Pops. The really, shots? really gorgeously lit. That, I can tell, is beautifully lit. The outside of Pops just then with all the white with the pink windows. Those shots were so noir yeah, to me, right? Totally. Like, they were so dressed and, and like, the vintage shot. Even those, even those really soft shots uh-huh. of the tight portraiture close-ups, mm-hmm. I think, is, is a noir thing with the deep, deep filter and a slight fuzz. And they're a little distorted. Yeah. Um, these very emotion, weight, heavy pull-ins. That was a fun episode. We're just on the feels train now for the rest of the season. Like We're on the what train? The feels train. Oh, yeah, it is feels train. Yeah. That... Oh, there's so much that's going to happen that I just loved the first time I saw it. There's a good narrative escalation. Oh. It all just unpacks and ravels and rolls so well. You know, the first time I saw the final episode of this season... Mm. I was in my bed at home. I think I was visiting for Christmas from Vancouver, from L.A. in Vancouver. Mm-hmm. And you were like, Chloe, the time has come. You must watch the final episode of Riverdale. And we, like, <laughs> live Facebook to each other. Oh, yes. You'd already so I was seen in Alberta. It. You'd already seen it. Oh, yes, of course. And I had not yet. And mm. it was good. <laughs> I don't remember this exact encounter, but it sounds right. I made a status about it, so I could probably find it if I try. <laughs> Let's backtrack that origin story one of these days. Yes. Oh, man. That's a good little episode. It's just, there's, like, they do well with Fields and Riverdale. Like, sometimes they get it a little wrong, but, like, when they get it right, oh, mm-hmm. 
Oh, like they, Jughead being so disappointed in his friends. Yeah. It's so sad. <laughs> I'm really loving seeing the progression of this show through season one because I feel like they really found their voice in season one. They found what they wanted to do very quickly in in the first arc. Yeah. You know, I feel like they, they spent the first arc resolving all the things in their pilot and premise that very quickly and apparently were not actually good narrative tools. Mm. And yeah, leading totally. us with it somewhere much more interesting. Yeah. And I, I feel like the, um, while they've done a different narrative pattern in season two, the narrative pacing, watching this again, feels very similar, uh, which to me reads as they found something that worked and then they expanded upon it. And I'm liking it. I'm liking it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I totally hear what you're saying. Um, yeah, there's a lot to be said for this show, in my opinion. We're I think saying it's a all. good show. I'm just gonna say it. Riverdale's a good show. Season three is gonna 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 be a judgment call for me. Yeah. If they, if they hold their steam yeah, through season true. three and start to pay off some of the social conflicts that they've introduced and braved and touched on, if they continue that. Um, trajectory, which I have no reason to believe they won't, unless they get really distracted by Sabrina, which sometimes happens. Creator drift. Yeah. That's like oh, maybe man. one of the, the warning signs. Remember Doctor Who and Sherlock? Oh. <laughs> anyway. I mean, oh, he's awful. also a misogynistic jerk who doesn't know how to write outside of select story structures and arcs. But that's a different podcast and discussion. <laughs> uh, oh, um, I haven't seen an episode of Sherlock in a time. I've, that show is really misogynistic. I've only watched a couple episodes and I just couldn't. Really? It, their dynamic doesn't okay. do anything for me. It's such queer baiting. But. Yeah. But also, nice to see positive male friendship, I think. But also, the second, okay, so the second episode of the first season is not good. But the f- first and third episodes of the first season are good. You lost me completely at positive male friendship. And then, Why? Because that, uh, that, that, that's such an, it's a specific argument used to discount queer representation, queer reading, coding, and and shipping so often. I don't believe that's where you're coming from. No, it's not where I'm coming from. I see your point. It just happens. That is an argument I have argued against so often. Hmm, Um, you know, why are Cora and Asami together? They were such a great female friendship. I have argued this specific argument so many times. So I, I I apologize. I sort of clocked out at that point. That's fair. Because it is an old an the old offer. second season of that show is very good. Just so you know. Cora? No. Sherlock. Sherlock. Yes. I've never seen okay. Cora. I, I believe it's probably very good for television making. And I may very well binge it one day. It's on Netflix, I think. So. The, the second episode of the first season is like genuinely racist. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. by accident. It's one of those unfortunate by accident racisms where, like, everyone's like, oh, it's so nice. I feel like, <laughs> I feel like I, I would have enjoyed Sherlock a lot in the zeitgeist of the day if I watched it as it was being released. I think it's one of those shows mm-hmm, that aged mm-hmm, really mm-hmm. quickly. Really quickly. That's my, my read on it right now. That's a really interesting point. I would love mm-hmm. to rewatch it and see if I agree with you, because mm-hmm. I suspect I would. Whereas the old BBC Sherlock Holmes from the 80s has aged beautifully. Mm. This has nothing to do with Riverdale. I would actually love to see how Riverdale ages. 
I'm here for it. Like, if I show this show to my kids, if mm-hmm. we have children, you know, it's, yeah. like, safe to have kids, children. Kids, nieces, godchildren. Yeah. For the young humans in my life of the future, when they're teenagers, they're going to go, oh, my God, Chloe. You know, I just Ugh. I just started to get to the point where I can be a little bit honest and pop culture with a couple of my younger cousins oh. who are, like, 14 and 15. Hmm. Um, basically, like, I see them once or twice a year at big family events and weddings, and... <laughs> it just works out that I'm the cousin close in age for them to glom onto once in a while. Mm-hmm. Like, close in age being a relative term across yes. that gambit. But um, it's been really neat watching them grow up a bunch and now hitting an age where, like, I can just a little bit talk to them as adults. Yeah. It's like, okay, I will I will follow you on Instagram now, 14-year-old cousin, and that's still a little weird. Yeah. And I'm going to mind those boundaries. But... I don't feel weird about those boundaries the same way. Yeah, there's a girl who keeps getting offered to me as, like, a person to follow Mm -hmm. on Instagram, and she was someone I was a girl guide leader to back in the day. Mm. And she's still underage, and she Mm -hmm. posts, like, very provocative photos of herself, and Mm -hmm. that's her right, in my opinion. She's old enough to know what those photographs mean. Yep, and and it is Um, on you to maintain those boundaries. Yeah, so I have not followed her. (laughs) (laughs) And that would make me very uncomfortable, long story short. Hmm? That's all. End of story. Yeah. Where are we going with that? Who knows? Who knows? Teenagers. We're sleepy but happy because yes. we watched a bunch of Riverdale. And yeah. now it's time. And now it's, I mean, I don't know if it's bedtime exactly, but now it's it's wind down time. It is wind down time. For these broken grown ups, <laughs> one of whom has a day job. That would be me. Hmm. <sighs> well, I will dream of you tonight, Riverdale gang. Um, this podcast is recorded on, and the Riverdale show is shot on unceded, ancestral, Tsleil-Waututh, Musqueam, and Squamish territory. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you to Thunderquack, and to Mike, and All to the Patreon folks. All the Patreon folks. Especially the Thunderquack Patreon folks. Yeah. And to you, gang. Yeah. Thanks for hanging with us. Take care, gang. See you next week. I'm Chloe. I'm Ryan. <laughs>